to the Mad Trio podcast. This week, we have the California pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the fat man, Stevens, Hello. Rob, the old guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. That's right. I'm here. Oh, joy. And Miss Audacity herself joins us. <laughs> Melody. <laughs> Melody. Have an old guy moment. <laughs> Did you it even has her name under her picture. Yeah, that... that... <laughs> That would help. I, I do a show that revolves reading and completely forgot how to read for that second. Uh-oh. Oh, so boy. Have have y'all ever gone to a museum, say like the Louvre, and, and seen like uh, Adonis in a, a statue form and carved out of marble and said, I've always wanted one of those. Well, I've got something that's kind of like it. George Clooney's infamous Batman nipple suit is up for sale. And the starting oh. bid is... $40,000. So you may not get a famous statue that's world-renowned and worth quite a lot of money, but you can have a Batman suit with nipples. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of um, cheap, actually. I'm thinking $40,000? Well, not much it costs to make it. Does no, $40,000. Does that matter what it costs to make? Does that have a any reference to... It being worth forty thousand dollars now. Well, you would want to at least recoup costs. <laughs> For I, mean, probably, I can't imagine they did that much with the movie. Uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a movie studio. They they have to recoup costs. They seem to be able to throw away millions of dollars without even thinking. True, that is true. So, I want to know how much value the nipples add. <laughs> <laughs> at least thirty thousand. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a, a VAT tax, a value-added tax onto it. So yeah. you can get it with it, with or without. So I, I do wonder if, <laughs> but for the option, if they have to put pasties on it, you know, it may be considered nudity. <laughs> sure. But it, see, if it was Batwoman, then, then that would have to be the case. The sale of the costume from the marginalized 1997 Joel Schumacher Batman installation is part of the Heritage Hollywood and Entertainment Signature Auction, which will take place in July 22nd through 23rd. So if you want a particular nipply Batman suit, time is yours. And we have a, a, a special guest who popped out of the ethereal. He'll say he's our wow. second special guest. It's Ryan. We've just now broken a record. Sorry, I was uh, late. I had uh, earlier today declared war on the flies in my apartment and um, yeah, started to pull out artillery at, at this point. <laughs> So if you see me want randomly like wandering my eyes around my room and then occasionally get up and hear a like like pops, that's that's me with my salt gun just going ham on flies. Well, you you are ghetto adjacent, so I just figured it was crackheads visiting your apartment. Flies, same thing. I don't know. I don't know what you, what do you call them. <laughs> so flies. we're we're gonna go into a couple of really sad article things just to kind of get it out of the well, way. Wait, wait one second. I I want to I want to point out that we have five people on the show tonight five we've never had five five <laughs> rob can count well we have we have four people and the very special melanie who is our, our is our sponsor audacity make sure you go to o d d a a s s i t y <laughs> warn me if i have to drop that um, <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start off with a a bang than a whimper. So for the saddest news, the last surviving Band of Brother member, Bradford Freeman, dies at 97 years old. Not the not a movie, not one of the guys in the movie. 
Yes, the actual band of brothers. Bradford Freeman, so, the last uh, surviving member of Easy Company. Easy Company, that was, right? oh, Easy Company, that's Easy Company was. that was portrayed in the World War II series, The Band of Brothers, has passed away. Freeman died Sunday in Mississippi. Uh, I actually didn't know there were any surviving members. Uh, well, there's not now, but I 97th is a good age. <laughs> I'll be laughing at that. Good you know, John. I want to say I had looked it up a couple of years back. It, it, the Band of Brothers, the miniseries, is one of those that I'll revisit every three, four years or so. Somebody will bring it up in conversation. I'm like, shit, I want to watch that again. And, uh, yeah, that always leads me down to, you know, the, the Wikipedia rabbit holes and whatnot. And, um, you know, the fact that, that any of them, made it out of you know battle of the bulge and you know half the shit these guys went through um is crazy let alone get to anywhere near 90 95 97 that's a that's a win i i, I do want to recommend if you guys want to see some inspiration for the pacific and band of brothers there's the band of brothers book there's also uh, a book by eb sledge uh called uh that's on okinawa okinawa and Peleliu with the old breed and helmet for my pillow um, Hollywood legend James Can has reportedly passed away. James Con. Can, this fucking guy. Con. <laughs> James Con. I know. Thank you. Uh, I you. don't see an age for him. 82. 82. 82. 82. <laughs> don't worry, John. There's five of us. We're all going to let you know. What right. Yeah, also oh, a win. I feel like that guy's been old my entire life. So. <laughs> and Lloyd the bartender, Joel Turkle, has passed away at 94. Who? The bartender from everybody's favorite movie. And that movie is? The Shining. Oh, oh, oh that guy. Oh. But, sir, you've always been here. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that's... What was his name? Turkle? I think that's how you said Turkle. it. Well, you just said James Caan was can. So yeah, yeah, right, so... Point, so... I actually did can't... that one on purpose. <laughs> I mean, um, we can't trust your phonetic spelling at all have you ever been able to trust my pronunciation no, no. it's t-u-r-k-e-l i'm assuming it's turkle i feel like it's just part of the shtick now yeah, it is it's it's me it's not a shtick i just can't pronounce shit except for uh, christoph waltz <laughs> yeah everybody that's, gets the, it. that's the one you nail every yeah. time it's like, boom it's magic yeah. <laughs> excellent excellent so um have any you guys ever been to an air show? I have always wanted to go. I live real close to March Air Force Base in Riverside, uh, and they've got an air museum there, and they'll do air shows on on occasion. But uh, never, never had to go. Uh, got to go to one. Bay Area, we don't have to go anywhere. The Blue Angels just take over the Bay Area every summer. Yeah, well, there's yeah. always there's always a week for the Blue Angels. <laughs> Speaking of the Blue Angels. They just recently uh, settled a uh, <laughs> an issue of causing damage to a building of over one hundred eighty thousand dollars. A sonic <laughs> boom blast or what? Well, okay, so I mean, you know, it does make your mind wonder how the heck they do one hundred eighty thousand dollars worth of damage to something. Right? So apparently, one of the one of the pilots that was called a sneak pass, where they maneuvered near a building that was uh, the building that was actually on the base they were practicing that they did this sneak pass uh about 50 feet off the ground going about 700 miles an hour and zipped a little too close to the building and the uh next thing everybody knew uh 
Walls were falling down, plywood was coming down, windows broken, drywall oh, cracked, uh, firefighters were called, uh, <laughs> people in the buildings uh, complained of ringing in the ears and headaches for weeks afterwards. And, you know, uh, I mean, I'm sure they thought a bomb went off. That's exactly what some of them thought happened. Yeah, exactly. I've been I've been nearby. There's also the National Cemetery, which is right near the Air Force Base in Riverside. And, you know, every now and again, you'll get some some low pass or, you know, even a high pass with a with a good sonic boom around there. And I mean, you put that a, a couple hundred feet away from me. I'm assuming that's a bomb. Someone it's just dropped loud. a mortar on me. Yeah. It, it, you know, so having been a fan of air shows for a long time, <clears throat> having dragged my children to many of them, uh, we've been around these jets when they've done that. And I got to tell you, it's quite the experience. I can't imagine what that must have been like in that building to experience that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that must be nuts. When I was a kid, but yeah, I haven't been around one in a long time. So, so what, what, what was that, Melanie? You got talked over. <laughs> Good. Oh, I was saying I would have guessed the windows, but walls? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that was surprising. <laughs> Yeah, walls the sheetrock was falling down, uh, and the uh, some of the lighting came flying down. I guess apparently it shook the building really well. And, Gosh! Wow. So I'm gonna. Of course, it, it, it's an area that doesn't have the earth earthquake things that we have to go through here. So you know, if it'd been in California, the building probably would have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's just true. So I've got a I've got a listicle. Oh, good. So this is for you, Melanie. <laughs> This is from uh, CNBC.com. A self-made millionaire share shares her top 18 recession hits. And this is all I've been seeing in the news is we're in a great recession for a second time. Um, number one, build a 12 to 24 month emergency fund. Thank you, Dave Ramsey. Okay. Number two, minimize um, high interest debt. That's your credit card. Okay. So wait, wait. I have a question. We're in a recession, uh-huh. and we're going to be saving money and paying off debt. And and uh, and, yeah. and uh, yeah, I I, I already <laughs> don't like your list, John. Of course, <laughs> are always too little, too late. This is stuff you should be doing regardless, so that when the recession comes, you're already prepared. You can't be doing exactly. See, I've been saying for a while now, Melanie, that the preppers, like the doomsday preppers who were doing it kind of for shits and giggles, have had about three or four times this last couple of years where they're like, I fucking told you so. (laughs) Saw this coming, and here we are. Y'all thought it was crazy. Who's the crazy one now? So at at some point, they're going to be right. So I got a question. (laughs) The the guy went to high school in Y2K who was buying swords because he figured the world was going to go back to like 1655. Where does he fit in that? He's uh, about 15 years away from his goal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, talk about early. Uh, Be prepared to borrow money. Uh, See recession. Be prepared to borrow. You're supposed to be adding debt. Yeah. Keep keep your credit card accounts active. If I'm in a recession, I have no choice. If If your mortgage is close to a term, renegotiate now. So far, I'm not liking this list. Um, Did you read this list beforehand? No, that's half the fun. (laughs) Was this list published by a bank? No. (laughs) Well, it is CNBC, so it's probably a sponsor. So this list is brought to you by. Give us all your money. 
So this <laughs> this is brought to you by question. Bank of America, taking your home since 2009. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, buy in bulk if you can afford it. Wait, you mean people don't buy in bulk? Yeah, keep your Costco membership up. Opt for yeah, frozen produce. Other than Kirkland brand things? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy right. all the toilet paper. That's right. Oh my God, we're back in the pandemic. I swear to God, beginning a pandemic, my boss went out and met a guy in a parking lot <laughs> to get a crate of toilet paper. That's hilarious. I've never seen a toilet paper deal go down like a like like he was buying crack. <laughs> I, I I have to say though, after the last couple of weeks, I'm I'm going to see people hoarding toilet paper and tampons. I can't wait to see the amount of the, the what's next. Ooh, and baby formula. Oh, baby and formula. Baby formula. Right. That's yeah. right. Consider, let's see, buy generic brands. Consider the ca- ca- the cost of gas. The cast? Jeez. <laughs> who the hell is sitting there just, you know, who's not rich, just willy-nilly like, like, oh, I haven't I haven't paid attention to the price of gas in, in years. Right? <laughs> it, it's six bucks a gallon. I'm considering is that soda or is that breakfast or that lunch worth it? Uh, build your emergency fund. Uh, the, the rest of this is kind of. Yeah, forget that list. Read, yeah. read I, Dave I, I transport, I transport mm. dead people and I've been hitting them up for gas money. <laughs> <laughs> check, check in their pockets. For All change. right. What do y'all got on you? What do y'all got on <laughs> yeah. you? He's checking their clothes. Here, time, their, to, their, time to pony up. He's checking it out a little bit. dude. He's checking their pockets for change. Hey, you know, you, you know you're talking about the, this, this recession that everybody's talking about. So one of the, one of the signs that I was taught back in college about looking for things was the price of gold. And if the price of gold goes up, that means people are, are not uh, as confident that our dollar system is going to be as strong as it should be. So you buy gold instead. It was one of those things. And what it has me really perplexed on this whole thing is that gold prices are going down. Just the opposite. So it's like, Okay. Well, okay. Up with that. I mean, what about uh, is are things like Bitcoin going up? Like, I wonder if people have lost faith in in gold as kind of a universal, uh, you know, banking medium versus you know something like cryptocurrency. Crypto. You haven't watching cryptocurrency, haven't you? You Oh no, I have not been watching. No, they're blowing up. Crypto's having all kinds of problems now. Oh yeah. Uh, Bitcoin's the, the at bubbles, half uh, its value. Popping. Yeah, it's starting to finally, the hard drives are finally starting to die. Like we've told everybody it's going to happen. Yeah. Some hard drive's going to die somewhere and all your crypto's gone. So, so far, we don't we don't have any particular evidence, not like we've all dug deep into this, that, that like uh, in place of gold, some other standard currency, universal currency is, is going up at all or? Yeah, baby formula. I, <laughs> Well, I, you know, worth its weight in gold at a certain point. You know? That's right. So the, the biggest question is what James and I noticed in the great, the last great recession was hair color. Are people use are people uh, yeah. showing their roots? Because <laughs> uh, that was when Let James and I, I, I've, I've told the, the story. Show your roots. Of, Other than the I have in my hair. Oh, all right. Because <laughs> James, James and I lived in a fairly wealthy area. He, at one point and but what we noticed like every every woman was blonde then then the recession hit then all of a sudden you started seeing you know colors of the rainbow so yeah hair color well she's from the bay area so i'm assuming she was issued that hairstyle yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's standard yeah if you live within 35 has miles of hayden ashbury that's that's just standard operating procedure every june every june for pride every yeah. person issued their standard rainbow hair color it's you know 
That's just how we do down here. It, right. It, it's like our neck of the woods and guns. It comes with once you register. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sir, you've been approved for your loan. Congratulations on your new home. Here's your here's your P, uh, SIG P223. Yeah. Um, you know, enjoy. First box of ammo was on us. <laughs> Wow, I, I didn't. I didn't get that. I got some crappy shotgun. Um, <laughs> you get the Rock Island 1911. Hey, hey, watch it there. That's a good firearm. You know what? I've been I've been defending Rock Island arms because of the 1911 for some years now. Okay. So, <clears throat> so I wanted to talk right. about something that I thought was a little serious. Um, and I've read a number of stories about this. So I'm just going to read a couple of headlines, and I I think we I want to discuss this. This is from InsideTheMagic.net. It's scary. Guest finds tracking device on them during Disney trip. Uh, let's see. I think so basically, talking about the tracking, the whatever, yeah. the Apple, the Apple tags. Yeah. An Apple Air tag was put on my me to track my location Saturday night. I'm sharing what happened to me so you know what to look for. Um, woman finds Apple tracking tag hidden under her license plate, and that that one's from Newsweek. I've seen videos where they were found in travel bags, the gas tanks of cars. Um, I mean, at what point do we all need to be like like mafia bug sweeping our persons and vehicles to, to stay ahead of this kind of thing? This that is crazy. This was at Disneyland? Yeah, the one was at Disneyland. One... Uh, one was a TikTok video post earlier, and a woman in California revealed she found an air tag attached to her license plate tracking her whereabouts throughout the night. Uh, and the other one was in Disney. Um, and there's a there's a Cena article about uh, let's see, it says Apple to air tags, how to protect yourself from being tracked. And it's not a listicle, so it may, it's, so it's a little hard to find. But if you have an iPhone, apparently they do Echo. So here's what they say. What's that? You failed the listicles anyway. You need to let Ron <laughs> harsh. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I agree. So they say yep. manually search yourself. If it is my down inside of, so in, try and invest in a Bluetooth tracker. If you actually read, there's a, apparently if you get close to an AirTag with an iPhone, apparently it pings because Apple realized the amount of danger that these have had in the past. That's um, good. So yeah, so we are turning into just bug sweeping our shit. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've I've read a number of couple of scary stories on Reddit about um ex-husbands slipping these things in their uh like their 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 ex-wives, ex-girlfriends' cars, you know, they don't know where they live type of thing and the next thing you know the dude shows up at the, per the, the at the house type of thing. And you know, and I and I'm sure this is one of those things that was, you know, somewhere in research development or or getting near the advertising phase of like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna launch this new product. Somebody had to bring to the attention of of Apple, hey, listen, this could be used for nefarious purposes as well. I mean, the amount of just like, hey, shut the fuck up, don't ever bring that up again. That must have been discussed in a memo. You know, like, hey, listen, we're just counting on folks not to use it this way. I mean, it's it's like the Vicodin people. Hey, we're putting this out for pain management. It's not our fault that people abuse the shit out of it. Uh, there's something I do want to add that I just read. Uh, every AirTag has unique serial number and that and paired AirTags associated with an Apple ID. Apple can provide paired account details in response to subpoenas or valid requests from law enforcement. Oh, because people can't get just, you know, a, a, a fake Apple account. But what is the purpose of these? Like, well, so it's so you can find your phone, my um, keys, 
you know, the, I mean, people have actually used it to get back stolen property, like like their cars, your purse, their cars, your, purse your, your luggage, if you're at the airport. Yeah. Bojacking yeah. your child. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah dogs, no. pets, you know, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of unbelievably practical reasons for just like, hey, where the hell are my keys? The old guy has one on him right now. Good. I mean, he does have a tendency to wander away. <laughs> Like, let's say I found one in my purse or something. How would I know who put it there? Can you track it back to who placed, like, who owns it? The, the well, article we discussed is the serial numbers on there, but people yeah. can make fake accounts. I would immediately take that thing to your local police department, make them immediately aware of this. Like, hey, look, I don't know if it's in your purview to, to track this, but I need you, I want to report this at the very least. And then contact Apple, see if there's some way to to track those things. Um, yeah, if anybody finds that shit, so pretty I much, I mean, do do some due diligence, and and that's not one of those things you want to not be paranoid about. So you know? pr- pretty much, what they said is um, they can you basically you can via uh, request or a subpoena. The law enforcement can actually yeah. get the information from Apple. Um, so basically, I, if, if, if you find an Apple Air tag that's not yours or not your significant others, for example, go to law enforcement. They're the best uh, resource for this, unless your ex is a cop. Who's going to find it in their gas tank? That's behind the license plate, he said even, too. That's, yeah. what, that's what had me kind of tripping out. I'm like, behind the license plate, man, like, come on. Well, this one, the in your gas tank, I was just quick reading. It was actually um, by the gas tank lid. You know, it was tucked behind the braces. Yeah, yeah. So I'd help, yeah, I've and never... I get that, but you know, at least I'm kind of in there, and that's sort of technically publicly accessible, you know. But who the hell is ever going to look behind their license plate unless you change your your tag, you know, your license plate? Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, so... there's. Oh my gosh, that takes stalking to a whole new level. This is creepy. There's. Like it. It's almost like organized yeah. crime level of stalking. There's. Yeah. There's been a number. Um. There's been another number of women I've read who found them in purses, which amazed me to begin with. Like, you know, I know. Friends of mine can't find anything on their purse. The fact they found an air tag is amazing. You know, I mean, but how easy would it be for somebody? You're you're at a bar. You you don't even have to be a pickpocket with some slick hands. You just walk by and drop right into somebody's open back. Oh, 100 percent. Purse is a bottomless pit. Shit, yeah, it is. <laughs> I have a tiny purse and I still can't ever find anything in it. No, the amount of thing I can have 150 things in my hands and then tell my girlfriend, hey, could you hold this for a second? And she'll put it in her purse. Hey, put this in your purse. I can empty my hands and she would have one bag on. The amount of times I've asked her to pull out a full size lamp. She looks at me like I'm crazy, but I'm like, it's not outside of the realm of possibility, man. <laughs> like that as a mary poppins every woman i know has a mary poppins back <laughs> you know they might have a spare you know small one for outings you know but everyone's got the luggage size they're they're issued to us at birth it's a tardis <laughs> it really is a tardis it's, it's a tardis on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> that's where they got the plot for doctor who <laughs> That'd be that'd be amazing if just some like fed up husband with like all of his wife's stuff in the purse. He's just like, you know what? I'm gonna satire this in a in a show. It's got to be a TikTok video. If there is one. Yeah. Good point. There you go. There's there's your chance. Do the uh, man in the street thing with women is walk up and say, "Hey, do you have a full size lamp in that purse?" 
yeah. You should do that, Ryan. No, no. What it is, like, you, you should know, ask like Jay Leno the street the, thing. The, that the man yeah, yeah, street, jaywalking. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, we need to get that one cat that that does the man on the uh, Billy Eichert, Billy on the street, man. Mm. What what you ask is, what's the strangest thing you currently have in your purse? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good audacity card. Or the largest thing. <laughs> Better write that down. <laughs> the largest thing. Uh, yeah, that's a note. I like this. Keep going. <laughs> the largest thing could get awkward. Exactly. <laughs> so, well, I, I, got, I got one for, for uh, but, uh, sorry. Uh, so Democratic senators hit Biden for extraordinarily disappointing stance on mis, uh, from, on marijuana. A group of your six progressive U.S. senators criticized uh, Biden's administration for not being a fan of the the magic lettuce. Well, he's fucking nine hundred years old. I mean, he still probably calls it dope because he doesn't know any better. <laughs> like, you don't you don't call it dope? I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. These kids on their dope and listening yeah. to their Dan Fogelberg and playing their Pac Man video games. <laughs> No, no, Pong, Pong. Pong. That was, that was a basketball reference. Yeah. That was saying that Biden's still probably trying to look for the, the nickels you put in the machines. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, if he tips you, he's tipping you two bits. <laughs> That's so Don't sad. spend it all in one place. Cannabis is such a useful, like, people who only think of cannabis as getting stoned are so ignorant on the plant. It's like the most miracle plant there is. Okay. You should be taking advantage of it. I close from it, and when you take all the fiber out of it, you're left with crude oil. It's like it's the plant that never stops giving. You can make a hundred things out of it. It's incredible. And one U.S. Constitution. <laughs> yeah, d- yeah, damn yeah. it! Thank you. Yes, um, yeah. Melanie. I am unbelievably on board. I I would like to add a small caveat. So. <laughs> I have been smoking pot since I was probably 14. I don't know. I stopped keeping track. Okay. Um, he just doesn't remember. I, <laughs> um, I absolutely agree. You made, you made the points that I'm always this. trying to let people know as far as the actual utility of the, of the plant itself, as far as fiber, how long it was used for textiles and shipping ropes and, you know, things like that for, for They decades. still make rope and, and textiles out of it. Oh, hemp. yeah. No, absolutely. So. Absolutely. And, it, and it's really strong fibers. You can grow them unbelievably close to each other per acreage as opposed to things like lumber and trees, which have to be spaced apart. Um, grows like four times grows like four times faster um i will capitulate a little bit on there are certain um uh uh uh, cancer patients who have benefits for you know increased appetite or a small amount of pain suppressant but i would even say pain distraction more than uh, suppressant um all those things are absolutely viable cb I'm still a slight bit on the fence about. I've seen conflicting data on that. The people who will talk about it with the the medical uses, though, can get a little into the snake oil weeds with it. Again, yeah. I've been smoking pot forever. I am an, um, a huge pot advocate, but I make no bones about it. I'm doing it because I'm getting stoned. <laughs> so, and so people who pretend that they're not doing it to get stoned kind of bug me 
So like, okay, sure, but don't say that, oh, this is going to help your cancer or your glaucoma or your stomach issues. Like, go see a doctor. There's a reason modern medicine exists. And if you want to, you know, kind of take the edge off at the end of the night, it's like Frank Sinatra said, I'm for drink or prayer or whatever gets you through the goddamn night. I agree, except I'm more of an advocate for the textile purposes. Like the with you. Of the plant and the U.S. economy is really missing out because most of it is imported from China and Canada. Hell yeah! So much you can do with the plant, and we're not even like you can make plastic out of hemp. Right. And the way the level at which plastic has polluted everything. If you were to make it out of cannabis, that plastic wouldn't be so deadly, right? At least yeah. it would. Be it, it'd be like that scene in Up and Smoke. Like Henry Ford. Yeah, exactly. Up and smoke. Make a whole bumper. And Henry Ford made an entire car out of plastic, out of uh, cannabis plastic and materials, and it ran off of cannabis oil and cannabis uh, gasoline. The entire car was a huge hemp car, and the oil industry put it out of business. They wouldn't allow him to produce it, they shut it down right away. So, not to mention such a long time yeah been shot down by the paper companies yep. and the oil companies i used yeah. to travel with jack hair he was like oh yeah the godfather of cannabis and he, yeah he didn't write a book he actually traveled the u.s and went to different public libraries and collected all the information that he could find on cannabis yeah compiled it into one book called the emperor wears no clothes and, and i with him for several years just before he died um selling that book with him and learning a lot about cannabis and did he uh sad that the medical gets all the attention yeah right using it for so much more than that so because i feel like it's being disingenuous to the argument the argument should be hey this is fine for recreational use you know that's the the that's the hill i want to die on you know, the the medical one is is being disingenuous. And then when the other side of the argument feels that disingenu- uh, dis- disingenuity, dis- disingenuousness. And you bitch about me not being able Definitely to speak correctly. Word. Definitely not a word. Um, whatever yeah. word fits in that sentence. Um, say insincere. They realize. <laughs> thank you. They, they realize they're being insincere <laughs> and they say well they're just lying now now it's just propaganda point one to james the fact that we haven't as a nation decide, realized or or come to terms with the amount of propaganda that was used in the 20s and 30s to demonize the plant and its and its uses uh industrial or otherwise that's what we should look back on as an entire country and be like well that was dumb like obviously that was all horse shit you know, no one's jumping out of windows, but you still get some old people that really think that's what happens to these little young, you know, stoner kids hey, out there smoking their their doobie. Wait a minute, Ryan. Ryan reminds me of the wait hair club. Wait a minute here. R- Ryan reminds me of the hair club for uh, uh, the hair club for men thing. Not only am I a user, I'm the president. <laughs> well, it's, I'm, look, I'm honest about why. You're that's passionate too. Yeah. That's the only reason that, that I feel like I'm 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 different from most of the arguments I hear is I, I feel like I'm the only one being honest as why I'm doing this. I'm not trying to hide it or veil it with some so horse shit about the, medical use. The, the, only- right. the way you're going on this thing, you better get us a sponsor. <laughs> See Come on, Snoop. High, by, by the way, high times. I want to say I'm the first person that said you need a cruise <laughs> and you need to give us at least three tickets. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, you know. Founders of high times when I traveled with Jack. That's you know, awesome. I want I want to ask you about Jack. Did he ever try his own strain? Oh, oh yeah, of course. Uh, he did not grow it though. Everyone. Sure. Oh no, I had a feeling he didn't. It was just named after him. But it's one of the most right. famous strains of all time. It was a very good friend of his that named it after him. That's sweet. Him and he smoked it all the time. He never grew it. He had terrible green thumb. Everyone thinks he's like a really good botanist. I'm like, no, that's Ed Rosenthal, who's also a buddy of mine. Um, but yeah, Jack smoked it all the time. That that's was, fantastic. I, I like I like knowing that. He was a really good friend of Jack's that that created it and named it after. That him. makes me feel good about it too. I, I like that. I, I yeah, no. The life of me remember his name. I know I met him at some point. I can't remember his name. It was so long ago, and I was stoned. Yeah, fair enough. You know, uh, ironically, <laughs> oh, the wait a minute. with um, some of the best green thumbs <laughs> out there, <laughs> there is a there was a whole sort of expose <laughs> done some bunch of years back now about these women up in the Bay Area, um, maybe even a little farther north towards wine country, um, were making an incredible amount of money albeit semi-legally at the time growing weed because all they've done their entire lives we're talking like like geriatric age women here who've all they've done their entire lives is grow their own gardens you know flowers and 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 edible foods and things like that and i somebody at well, they some were growing point edibles, all right. ladies to to the jive of hey this weed this weed plant this cannabis plant is incredibly finicky and it takes a lot of care and kind of dedication, you know, depending on how you do it. And these ladies jumped on it like a knitting club and went ham for years growing some of the best like Humboldt County weed that Southern California ever saw. So do you know what knitting something about that in a documentary? So do you know so your sewing circle would like? They would love to play Audacity. Hit that spot. I'm not even in the right spot here. Wait a minute. Here we go. I wasn't as hammered. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity. The gamer dignity is overrated. Go to O D D A S S I T Y dot com. That's O D D A S S I T Y dot com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And do me a favor, use Mad Trio, all caps, all one word for 10% off your final order. Just for the record, it's audacity, not audacity. <laughs> <laughs> Just give up on correcting John's fucking kidding me. No. Are you kidding me? God. You missed the play on words that we do with odd. it. If you pronounce. Yeah, you would, uh, I, I'm Our the one. Is a donkey, so he is an odd ass, and that's why we spell it O D D A S S and not A U D A T I. -T. Well, I'm I'm the. I'm the jackass who who read the 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 copyright. Way so. to make an ass of yourself. Oh, you won the game. <laughs> <laughs> He's been saying it wrong. No, this I re whole time. No, I usually say audacity, <laughs> but the spot's wrong, and I just haven't changed what? it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna talk about drugs. <laughs> just so everybody knows. <laughs> So Mexico well, announces no he gets the spelling right. <laughs> That's true. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yes, That's I do. That's the important part. Oh, spelling the oh, okay. 
Mexico announces <laughs> largest. From your son, Rob. Hey, you know, Mexico can spell. I don't care if you can pronounce. Mexico announces largest seizure in history of fentanyl. Over half a ton of lethal drugs found in a warehouse. Mexico's Army and National Guard announced Thursday what they call historic seizure of over half a ton of fentanyl in a warehouse in the north city of. It's a Mexican city, and it's north of something. Wait a minute. Did we talk about fentanyl? Yeah, we talked about fentanyl last week. It's been in the. That'll be a half a percent dip in the. in the uh, the overall sales so nearly uh, 1200 pounds found a warehouse could produce millions of counterfeit pills and fentanyl is usually offered fentanyl is also deadly because it pressed into pills made to look like xanax adderall and other drugs and cut into things I'm glad you're talking about it though because a friend of mine just lost his daughter to an overdose and she <laughs> buying drugs to i forget what it was but she was trying buying drugs to study prescription drugs just to stay up and study she had no idea that there was even fentanyl in it and she overdosed and died it's such a dangerous drug like it's really it's really something serious and her her father my friend had no idea didn't even know it existed yeah so i'm glad you guys are talking about it and mentioning it because it starts with awareness yeah it's and it's one of those things that 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 uh the slightly older, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely beyond my drug experiment stage. So, you know, my generation even didn't have to worry about, you know, we talk about those things like it was this 196, late sixties, free love kind of era, you know, and then the AIDS epidemic happens and the new generation has this panic thing to sort of worry about, you know, whereas it's not just, Hey, let's go out and have a good time. It's, Oh no, we've got this, this, this thing out here this fentanyl and yeah you guys talk about doing acid back in the day at the planetarium and shit um and you now we have to worry about like if we're even gonna be alive the next morning because we wanted to you know go to a rave that night i i did want to mention something that i i I talked about yesterday or last week and i couldn't find it so how much fentanyl will kill you so it's measured in micrograms by the way a 700 micrograms death is likely. So if you're going to talk about the, the heroin mixtures, I think it's 100,000 micrograms or one-tenth a gram of cocaine uh, is deadly, if I'm reading this correctly. Wait, how much is a microgram? Uh, that, it doesn't tell you. Ah, God damn it, i got to look it up. Yeah. But it's it's super, it's so 25 micro- micrograms is non-fatal. 1,000 is almost certain you'll die. Yeah, it's not. It's it's, it's not so incredibly potent. I mean, it's like we talked about last week. It's it's so deadly. It's unbelievable. Okay, so one million micrograms is one gram. That's wow. <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, yeah, wow. exactly. And it, it that's the scary part about this. And it's it's fairly easy to make. And these people are playing with with fire, literally. You know, it, making it and dealing with it and handling it and, and all this stuff. And it's scary. It's absolutely scary. Yeah, and and it's um, it's one of those things that, that can be, I mean, you're talking about the smallest amount making an amazingly huge difference. Um, how many of those things are just simply accident? 
you know, I mean, obviously people start putting it with heroin or other drugs to make it more potent to get their customers to come back. No drug dealer wants to kill off their customer base. That's sort of anti-productive. Um, but you accidentally put a pinhead too much in your batch and that kills everybody. Yep. Like that's insane. Remember, we talked we talked about the fact that you're you're getting these uh, shade tree uh, chemists making these drugs. And all it takes is a, a decimal show. point in the wrong spot. And that batch went from usable yeah, yeah. to killing you. Yeah. And, and then they, you know, they put it in whatever. And, and like we said, they cut, they cut all kinds of drugs with it and they don't know what they're, you know, what the dosage is that they're cutting with it. And it, it's just people die. It's just crazy. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Th- does anybody have any happier stories? Because if, if that's the case, <laughs> so, so I, I, hold uh, on, hold on. I want to do the transition. Would you tell them how they can keep up to date? It keeps telling me that these drops when I'm not in the right screen. Here we go. That was do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. The other so thing is, we I just have good news if you want to visit South Africa. <laughs> well, hold on. Uh, we just uh, started a oh, Patreon yeah. account. Yeah, it's patreon.com slash madtrio. If you want to donate a couple of bucks our way to help produce the show, do me a favor. Just go to patreon.com slash the madtrio or onlyfans.com slash James. <laughs> hey, hey, we're not talking about that anymore. Oh, my bad. My bad. Oof, yeah. That, that... <laughs> Make sure I'll, I'll put that on my ban list. That's not something I want to see. No, you guys have to pay me to put that on here. It's all video of James That's running for Ryan. This is a recession. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you want to visit South Africa, I have good news for you. There Uh-oh. are considerably less great white sharks off the coast. Since 2017, 2017 scientists have noticed that the sharks off the coast of South Africa are extremely scarce. Is there more than one? Well, there used to be a, a lot of great whites all over there, but... Um, if there's more than one, of... I'm good still. <laughs> well, all you have to do, Ryan, is look for two orcas out there because they're hunting the sharks. Fair wow. enough, but that's where air jaws happened. <laughs> well... I don't think you have to worry about that anymore. These orcas are known to be hunting these great whites, and they've actually quit. They've run out of great great whites because they're not there anymore. So they're actually going and looking for makos and other ones. And what they're doing is they're hunting them for their livers. And they found out that there's two of them that are really doing this. And they even put trackers on some of these great whites, and they noticed that they're running from the orchid now. Wow. So they've learned. It's like a... one of the apple trackers. <laughs> yeah, I know. They put them up their buttholes. <laughs> the sharks don't notice. Oh, but, man. Yeah. That's, That's good. Kind of, kind of crazy that there's just, they only found two of them, two orcas that are basically killing off all these great whites over there. I'm in like, in just that particular area. So it's like be just somewhat... right up there with the ghost in the darkness. Yeah, I was just about that's to say that. That's what I was kind of thinking, too. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah. You, you definitely don't want to swim with orcas. I mean, it's bad enough swim, swimming with sharks. I don't want to swim with orcas. Never a reported death of an orca killing a human in the wild. 
that you know in of. the wild i was gonna say in yeah captivity. in the wild in captivity that's, that's an entirely different story yeah <laughs> you know they're killing people because fuck you that's why yeah exactly. <laughs> like fat man in little coat is why man yeah, they all so... talk to willie yes. <laughs> yeah so... but no in the wild there's never been a reported death of a killer whale and a human well, that's yeah, the problem, though. It, there have been a lot of reports of them saving people. That's cool. Reported death. See, they just they don't leave any, leave any bodies. To be sure, fair, fair enough. enough. <laughs> you know. <laughs> to, to, I'm sorry, Steve. You saw me. You have to die now. <laughs> <laughs> to to quote right. the parrot from Aladdin, it's amazing what you can survive. Mm. So, John, I have good news for you. I'm screwed. So we talked about, no, 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 this is a good thing. We talked about Rob Zombie's Monsters reboot, oh, right? Yes. They wrapped filming this week. It's a, ready. It's ready to be edited. Effect. It'll only take it'll only take a couple of years to edit it. Now. Yeah. <laughs> no, it won't be out anytime soon. So, And this, this is under the, I knew it was only a matter of time. So the EU is starting to require anti-speeding tech for all new cars in in Europe, like governors over there, what? Well, so they 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 they're going to make uh, all the car manufacturers over there start putting some kind of tech in their cars that uh, pops up a message first saying you're speeding, and then if you continue speeding, actually starts backing off the gas pedal, and then it gets to the point where it starts applying the brakes, and so, pretty soon it just completely stops the cars from running. Uh, okay. So wait a minute. Now, mm-hmm. is it keeping track of speed limits that you're in? Like, I mean, are you yes. fucked on the Autobahn if you go over 125? Well, I, I assume since there's parts of the Autobahn that do not does not have speed limits on it, it would say, hey, you're fine. Yeah, and there's there's parts of other countries, it's not just the Autobahn that have like a um how do they how do they phrase it? Like as conditions apply or mm. or or as conditions dictate essentially like hey look there's no speed limit but if it's raining don't be an asshole this yeah. this wouldn't be the first time so uh don't be an asshole tech the, basically the, the nissan gtr fascinating asshole but it, <laughs> but when everything goes electronic how easy is it going to be to just program that in well the uh, the first uh, time i ran across this was the nissan gtr allegedly wouldn't let you access full speed unless you were at a designated track and that was oh, a, a track that yeah. you know once you were there then you were able to unlock the the high end of the car Hey, my Corvette, has, my Corvette lets me go as fast as my foot will hit you know that. what I'm saying? Because it's made in Mexico. That's why. Well, you know what's going to happen? No, my, have... my Corvette's made in Kentucky. Yeah, oh. Kentucky, um, Mexico? No, Bowling Green, <laughs> Kentucky. Um, uh, people are going to have electric cars and these things, and, and you know, the, the driver, self-driving cars are going to be more prevalent. You know, I feel like we are going to see the future at some point. There's going to be a big uptake in like collector cars uh, of people just like, hey, I've got an internal combustion in the garage that I take out on the weekends and, and you know, hit some corners in because, you know, fuck the man. I don't know. That's the <laughs> only excuse I need. I'll, I'll be honest. I've been wanting a self-driving car since I got a job. I've been waiting for the day that I can <laughs> I can just basically sleep in my car and a car show Dude, says, no John, doubt. wake up. You're so at work. That, that, no doubt. That's the danger for you, John. You, if you got a car that was semi-autonomous, you, you'd be sound asleep behind yeah. the wheel. You'd be one of those yeah. guys that, you know, that's, yeah, see, that's going why down I, the freeway. A self-driving car doesn't really matter. See, Yeah. See, I, see ever since I saw Time Cop, that was me. <laughs> see, that's... <laughs> 
That's why I don't have a Tesla. It's not because I'm broke. It's because I don't want a self-driving car. There was a guy in the Bay Area in a Tesla who was in the back seat <laughs> of his car, I letting the car self-drive him home, and he got pulled over for being asleep behind the wheel. Well, not even <laughs> behind the wheel. He was in the back seat. Like they just saw this car going down the road with nobody in it because <laughs> they didn't see him in the back seat. And so the cop had to get in front of it and slow down so that the car would like slow down and pull it over. And the the guy got a ticket or arrested or whatever, and he was interviewed and he said, "That's cool. I'm just gonna go do it again." Like that, that man, that man <laughs> is a hero. That man is a hero, a patriot, <laughs> a, a, a legend, and and a gentleman. I I, I wish nothing but good things for that man. I mean, if he was drunk. That's- <laughs> reason to do it you know like at least he wasn't drunk driving <laughs> no, that's that's a that's a hero right there see he the, wasn't driving at all the japanese <laughs> pre- exactly. the japanese predicted this in the year 2000 with a driver uh with the x driver anime this is all that's all from the anime <laughs> yeah i uh i mean because because really like like i mean <laughs> whether he meant to or not the point that that makes <laughs> is i mean like hey man you're gonna put these out this is what's going to happen, and you can't fault me for it. He's not the only one. There's been several news stories in the Bay Area of people doing yeah. that. He was just the only one who blatantly said, I'll do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I hope he took it to court. Yeah, free people don't ask permission, guy. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the commercial of the republican running for arizona's fourth congressional district his name's jerome davison and oh my god you guys have to look it up this is insane he uh is an african-american man which makes it really interesting and he it shows like several kkk members stepping onto his property and he talks about his right to defend himself against the KKK with the AR-15. <laughs> and he refers to the KKK as the Democrats. <laughs> like, right on, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine what bug is going to crawl up the KKK's ass with it? Like, de- de- dem- Democrats? Right. <laughs> so I... And I, I thought it was really distasteful after what just happened on 4th of July. Like, you're going to come out with that ad this week right after that? Like, come on, dude. Oh, oh my, my God. So I, I actually have, if you uh, give me a second, this is what he says. He said, Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. Davidson's hearing in a 30-second video. No one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when those rifles, the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats and clan hoods. You just might need the semi-automatic in all thirty rounds. Wait, what's the what's the current um, what's 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 top of the line? We still we still have like M sixty machine gun for for like military use, small arms. There's there's a there's so many out there now. It's hard to keep track. I mean, yeah, but you know, barring like the Mark nineteen automatic grenade launcher, I'll take an M sixty. That's fine yeah, with me. Sure, that's fine. The guy reminds me yeah, of Keith David. Mounted top of my roof. <laughs> armored personnel I'll keep carrier. the ammo locked up I'm not a dick <laughs> uh, that's debatable <laughs> gotta wait for the price of ammo to come down 
I just watched a video of an ex-marine, not ex, well, retired marine, who also used to teach gun safety classes, saying that he thinks there should be legislature that says you should, um, you should, one, um, have to take reoccurring classes, like annual classes for, like, an eight-hour course on gun safety. You should have to go to a gun range and show your proficiency with a gun and you should have to safely store and maintain your gun before you should be issued a firearm. And I was, I like that. So I'll tell you. See, that's the problem. He's obviously a Marine because Marines are so dumb. You got to keep teaching them the same thing. Well, over I'll tell you what, <laughs> um, I, uh, I agree in principle. However, the, the, what it becomes is like, look, I feel like everybody, should go to gun ranges and and really work on their proficiency and make sure they know how to uh you know clear you know any firearm they come in contact with and and you know rules of gun safety all of that is incredibly paramount to me but then when you're talking about letting the government regulate what classes are good enough or you know what the particular proficiency is now you can get arbitrary you know and the regulations for it could be just arbitrarily applied. Oh, you know, the, there's, these classes are not accredited or, you know, things like that. Um, I still feel like everybody should do that. Any, any responsible, you know, gun owner I know definitely has done it from time to time. Maybe not, you know, annually, some people stash it in their, well, in their point was that the Marines have to do that. Mm -hmm. so if Marines, the Marines work do for that, the I gave you the, I gave you the reason. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Marines work for the for the government at that point. I think that from from the actual you know lawyer standpoint is liability reasons. <laughs> um, hey, we're gonna make sure you're proficient, so you know you, we don't have more casualties from friendly fire than something else. But um, but yeah, you know that's their prerogative to to have that. Um, and if you want to get a concealed carry in any state in the union, you're gonna go to you know uh, have some kind of proficiency. And, you know, you've got particular firearms that are listed on your concealed carry as like, hey, here's the ones we tested you on, you know. So, you know, you know what the you know, what the proficiency test is in most CCW classes. If you're smart enough not to be like one of my favorite RSOs and point the gun at your head. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, even hearing that story gave me anxiety, bro. <laughs> oh, I, I in there. <laughs> yeah, range safety officer was trying to clear a, a particular malfunction in a revolver. Of a revolver. Yep, 357. Yeah, and turns the barrel to his face to like look down and be like, what's the problem here? Yeah. And and his finger yeah. was in the trigger well. That was the that was the best part. That was the clincher. Was hey, what's wrong? And he was teaching gun safety? You no, know, he was he no. was a range safety officer. No. Basically, his job, if there's anybody sweeping somebody a firearm, anything that's not safe, um, basically make sure everything's above board yeah and and but, he um, he broke rule number one and two yeah. three four five well at least he didn't break you know his, his face with the bullet I, yeah I, I, I was i've taken a lot of people to a gun range for the first time um the i mean the first 20 minutes is like like okay here's an unloaded firearm this is how this thing works here's how it works again you know, this is how to not kill me or yourself. The second you don't respect this, it kills something. You know, like the 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 preamble that I give to now here's bullets. You know, is um is extensive. 
<laughs> maybe I mean maybe out of paranoia for myself, you know, self-preservation, but also part of what I'm trying to convey is like, hey, look, nobody here at this place is like goofing off. You know, like everybody here takes this more seriously than you think we might, you know. Everyone should have to start with a BB gun. <laughs> I did shit. <laughs> Me and Ray. I teach trigger. I want kids to be taught trigger discipline on water pistols when they're when they're kid. You know, playing in the front yard. Like, hey man, I want to see that finger high on the slide, bro. No, I I, I started on NES trying to kill the dog and duck hunt. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, pretty much everybody did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time I mean, crisis at the arcade. We're we're wrapping. Dog laughing at you. Oh yeah, man, smug bastard. So we're, we're... the worst. <laughs> we're we're coming close up to the end of the show, but I have a, a guessing game for everybody. Try what is the average Seven. monthly car payment of people in the United States? Seven fifty. Old guy, seven hundred. It's seven hundred and twelve. Seven hundred twelve. See, I was close. Jesus Christ! God. I guess it's all to the old police auction for Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Go to her. Can I get this drug dealer's, you know, shitty Crown Vic? <laughs> hey, at least that Crown Vic will last forever. There's parts enough. Yeah, no shit. Just go to your crackhead neighbor has one and steal what's, you know. Um, the average monthly car payment in May hit an incredible $712, according to Moody's Analytics, thanks to inflation, inventory shortage, and increased demand. Shenanigans. I call hey, shenanigans. It, it's absolutely crazy out there. Go look at a, a new pickup truck. And what they're getting for him now. It's just, it's a mind blower. I, I was at my local GMC dealer not too long ago looking at the uh, <clears throat> the 1500 Sierras out there. And, you know, they're the bottom of the line two wheel drive junker, brand new, is is fifty dollars to $60,000. And then go up from there. God. Oh, it's outrageous. It is just <laughs> wow. incredible what they're getting. My Baja. <laughs> yeah. And well, and that's, you know, that's the other thing. Used cars are still going for incredible money because the supply and demand situation, there's too much demand and not enough supply. And so if you you want a car now, you're going to pay for it one way or the other. Used, new, doesn't matter. Check out um, the the way to take a look at this is take a look at Facebook Marketplace under cars. A, you can see the scam because any car for $1,000 is a scam. But what you see, you see rusted out old Jeeps going for $35,000. Jesus. Yeah, it's pr- pretty wild out there, I'll tell you. I've had I have the Subaru Baja. It's like the truck that the Subaru made. Mm. Right. And they discontinued it. And so I get asked by random strangers all the time if I want to sell it. So maybe it's a good time to sell if, it. If, <laughs> if if you're not using it all the time, it would be a good time. But the I problem is they just bought a new engine on it. Oh no, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's funny you say that. The other problem is you want to replace it, then you're going to pay too much money anyway. So it it have to be something you weren't using. Yeah, no, we have three cars, so it sits. But we're baby's not driving yet. Emotionally attached to it because it's such an awesome car. I don't want to get rid of it. Dude, I've known a lot of people had Subarus. Every one of them's like, dude, this thing is is bulletproof. Uh A a friend, a friend of mine has a Ford Maverick, and somebody walked up to her and asked, uh, told they'd pay like twenty grand over market. Good grief. And she she was asking, should I sell it? And everybody's like, uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> wow. That that's a free twenty grand. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy out there. I'm I'm Rob, waiting for I'm some. Get a listicle from you. 
I know. John, you know, I was going to let John do it today. He screwed that listicle up really, really Ugh. bad. So we'll, we'll have to do one next week. No more giving it to John. This nah, is yeah. <laughs> what I was I'm, doing. I'm hanging my, I'm hanging my head. Can, Can we me? do a, a listicle of, of uh, Jarney's uh, top 10 mispronunciations? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't think I don't think the old guy wants to sit through 200 <laughs> yeah. 260 episodes of Real Flicks reviews and 154 episodes of Mad Trio podcast. Yeah, we get to uh, we'll 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 say we yeah. get to you know like 10 Patreon subscribers and we'll 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 dig through them. <laughs> That's I right. think you know Ryan, if we get 10 Patreon subscribers, you're going to have to come up here and help them. <laughs> <laughs> I know the old guy. That's not going to happen unless there's a lot more than that. Yeah. You know what? How about uh, if somebody buys him a thousand rounds of his ammunition of choice? <laughs> <laughs> which is which is what currently? I I have too many favorites. Wait, didn't they just come out with some weird laws around buying ammo? You should go to Oregon. God damn, they're always coming out with weird laws with ammo. Well, we, and what am I going to do in Oregon? Buy you weed. Can get, you can get the ammo without the weird laws. Oh, uh, yeah. California is California. Yeah, yeah, the problem with California is you, you just have to be in the system if you are, you know, it, it, it's a pain in the ass, but it's, you know, it's not the end of the world. The biggest problem that it did is it stopped online sales of ammunition. Yeah. which you know i i as much shooting as i was doing at one time i was getting a lot of ammo but uh, that way and it was the best way to get the best deal but can't do that anymore so yeah. do you know what's not a pain in the ass playing audacity o d d a s s i t y dot com use madtrio all caps for 10 percent off your final order make sure you go to the madtrio.com to catch up uh what we're up to along with facebook and all other social media platforms go to patreon.com slash the madtrio to drop us a couple of bucks. And as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye.